안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까? I truly, truly miss all of you, my brothers and sisters. Uh, today, I'd like to talk about the mission of Eve from True Mother's Anthology, Volume 2. Let's study. The Mission of Eve. Beloved Japanese members, may God and true parents' blessings be with your families. As a mother, when I was observing from the sidelines, I thought about many things as I watched True Father meet with the leaders of the Japanese movement. Every time True Father emphasized the mission of Eve to the Japanese members, I felt very close to the Japanese members. This is because I am also an Eve. If the Lord of the Second Advent is the groom, then Eve is the bride. And Christianity, as the original bride, should have taken responsibility for Eve's mission. However, Christianity opposed Father. Therefore, the bride betrayed the groom. That is why True Father is sorrowful. Without any foundation, he had to go through the 40-year worldwide wilderness course all alone. True Father had to search for a bride again. That is how he came to establish the Worldwide Unification Church in place of worldwide Christianity. And furthermore, Japan was chosen as the Eve nation. Even the fact that there are more Japanese blessed families than Korean blessed families is because True Father chose Japan to be the Eve nation and blessed her as the nation of the bride. This is why Korea, which is the providential Adam nation, and Japan are in a relationship bound by destiny and must unite. I am sure you are very well aware that the providence of the international marriage blessing between Koreans and Japanese is the providential bridge that will connect these two nations. Also, please remember that the Koreans living in Japan have an important role to play in the restoration of the Adam nation and the reunification of North and South Korea. Eve is in the position of the bride, as well as those of the daughter and mother. Therefore, Eve has the mission of the bride, daughter, and mother. That is why Father has called on you to dedicate yourselves and be responsible for the economic aspect of world restoration. You have been called to a position of sacrifice before God and true parents to attend them wholeheartedly and offer up everything you have. True Father has continuously emphasized economic restoration and fundraising to the Japanese members, asking them to take on a lot of responsibility. True Father is very strict when he gives out a command to the Japanese leaders. He does not budge or give in. However, when he comes back to his room and prays, he weeps as he thinks about the difficult situation of the Japanese members. One by one, he calls out the names of the leaders who are responsible for Japan's providence of restoration and prays for them in tears. He offers unending devotions in support of the Japanese members. 
To her parents, a daughter will always be a source of joy and comfort. Even when the parents are tired and worn out, the daughter's bright and cheerful demeanor melt away the parents' fatigue. In the same way, Japanese members are the representatives that can stand in the position to return joy and comfort to God and true parents. Please don't forget this. A mother will endure any sacrifice if it is for the sake of her child. Those of you who have given birth may know this, but who else other than the mother will be willing to bear the pain of childbirth? This demonstrates a sacrificial nature of a mother's love. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. Through parents appointed, appointed the nation of Japan as even nation and emphasize even nations a lot. They say that Eve's mission is to fulfill mission of a daughter and the mission of the bride, the mission of the wife, and the mission of a mother. They brought Japan up from the Eve nation to the mother nation and directly guided the providence of Japan. To the mother said to the father has continuously emphasized economic restoration and fundraising to the Japanese members and asking them to take on a lot of responsibility. True father is very strict and uh, strict when he gives out and uh, a, a command to the Japanese leaders. He does not budge or give in. However, when he comes back to his room and prays, he weeps as he thinks about the difficult situation of Japanese members one by one. He calls out the names of the leaders who are responsible for Japanese providence of restoration and prays for them in tears. He offers unending devotions and chongsung in support of the Japanese members. Our true father was like that, you know. Our true father is such a artistic person, even though externally, you know, uh, you know, when whenever he orders something to Japanese members to fulfill their portion of responsibility. Actually, when he came back to his room and pray and weeping and weeping and weeping, that was the father's heart. In the meantime, Japan worked hard and made you know, great sacrifices for the world providence. It is no exaggeration to say that the Unification Church today would not exist if Japan had not devoted itself to the world as a mother nation. However, as you are well aware, the Japanese Unification Church is experiencing indescribable persecution and difficulties due to the you know, uh, assassination of Shinjo Abe. Just as the persecution is uh, proportional to blessing, I hope that the Japan, Japanese Church will soon overcome these difficulties and become a more uh, developed church. My brothers and sisters, beloved members, I ask that sincerely you give a lot of prayers and devotion to the Japanese members and for Japan's providence. Leaving divine principle, I'd like to talk again, heaven and hell, let's study EDP content first. Heaven and hell. It is not God who decides whether a person's spirit enters heaven or hell upon his death. 
It is decided by the spirit himself. Humans are created so that once they reach perfection, they will fully breathe the love of God. Those who committed sinful deeds while on earth become crippled spirits who are incapable of fully breathing in the love of God. They find it agonizing to stand before God, the center of true love, and choose to dwell in hell of their own will. Since the human spirit can grow only in the soil of the physical self, the multiplication of human spirits takes place at the same time that the multiplication of physical selves occurs during earthly life. The final religion that mankind longs for. Today's Christians are saying that you can be saved and go to heaven as long as you believe in Jesus. They all say that they will go to heaven alone, don't they? There are not many people that say that they will bring their parents with them to heaven. From now on, religion cannot focus on the salvation of the individual. The true religion established by God would have to be the one that is universal and can prosper until the very end. For religion to become the ultimate religion that humankind longs for, it cannot stand for only the individual to go to heaven alone. The individual must not present himself alone. He must present himself together with his mother and father. Only if the entire family, including the tribe, all present and submit themselves, are they able to enter heaven altogether. A religion that saves a family must come forth. They say that if you believe in Jesus, you can go to heaven. But who are they saying goes to heaven? The individual goes, correct? Until today, there has been no religion that says that you can bring your parents and your family with you to heaven. Until now, religion has mainly been focused on the individual. But now, a religion needs to come forth that states that you need to enter heaven together with your family. Only when a religious ideology can save the whole family together can the doors to heaven be opened. Until now, religion has depended on the individual, on personal salvation likable to becoming the president, which only one person can do. That is why the religious world has always emphasized the single life. They say that having a family is the enemy. Jesus also said that the family is the enemy, right? Yes. Until now, all religions have focused on personal salvation. For example, from the Christian view of salvation, even, uh, even if you are a member of the family, if you believe in Jesus, you will go to the heaven. And if you do not believe, you will go to hell. All other religions focus on personal salvation. However, the view of the salvation that the principal teaching humankind today is that family salvation is the smallest unit. This is because heaven is the world where the family is expanded. In a family, there is a parental love, conjugal love, and siblings' love, and children's love. And in order to experience these four types of the love, 
Three generations must live together. Otherwise, we cannot know the world of God's heart and heart. God's love and heart. Heaven is a world where only those who have fully experienced God's love can enter. You can never reproduce alone. You know, to live on earth and multiply heaven, a married couple must become one and establish a family. Therefore, personal salvation cannot multiply the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, if you focus on personal salvation, you focus on your own salvation first. So it is easy to lead to uh, selfishness. Then if there is a final religion that God desires, what kind of the religion should it be? We must come first advocating family salvation. We must assert the heaven where their family, where uh, the families go together. The door to heaven will be open only when a religious ideology appears that can help families be saved at once. The reason why celibacy has been emphasized in the Old Testament and the New Testament ages is that true parents who can show the model of the ideal family did not exist. But now in the era of the fruit of love, love is not possible when you are alone. It is only possible as a couple. No religion or saints have ever cried out for or insisted on family salvation. The Unification Church speaks not only of the family salvation, but also tribal salvation, national salvation, human salvation, and God's liberation. That's why Unificationist, Unification Church salvation is what? Total salvation. No one left over. How beautiful it is. How can we understand the God's concept of the salvation is total salvation? Very simple. If we really believe God is our parents, we are children of God, then what's the heart of the parents? Want to embrace everybody. Want to save everybody without exception. That's why True Father talking about total salvation. The concept of the total salvation only comes from centering on parental heart. If you just believe in God, oh, he's an almighty God, omniscient God, omnipotent God, so powerful God, you do not connect to God artistically, the relationship between parent and child, then, you know, maybe you just only believe in individual or personal salvation, you know? So God is almighty, whatever he wants, he can do anything. Actually, not like that. It is really incredible. God is the parents of humankind. We are children of God. God has a heart. And the children has a heart. No matter what, we want to serve our parents. And parents, no matter what, want to save each one of the human beings. Do you understand? Today's youth ministry, a person who knows their own worth right away is a person who grows. Let's study. The reason we study the word 
The reason Jesus died on the cross is because even though he tried to make his disciples people of the word by putting the seed of the word that can overcome death into their hearts, that didn't happen. Jesus would not have gone to the cross if his disciples had first believed in their hearts that they were God's sons and were able to go forward with the Lord at the risk of life and death under any circumstances. The reason we studied the word is that we can find our original self through the word. We can resurrect ourselves by finding our original self through the word. Possessing the word in this way will activate the ability to grow yourself. Yes. The purpose of God's providence of restoration is to resurrect our hearts by changing from an external environment to an internal environment and from an internal environment to a more internal environment. However, the many uh, uh, you know, miracles and wonders of Jesus should have created a more internal transformation for his disciples and people who followed him. So they would realize who Jesus was and what kind of the heart and will and desires he had. He had. But they did not realize that, and they all stopped at the external level. The reason Jesus died on the cross is because even though he tried to make his disciples, uh, disciples people of the world by putting the seed of the word, then uh, that can overcome the death. That didn't happen. When the word enters into us and becomes life, it reveals the power of resurrection that makes us grow. This is the power of the word. The power of the heart the, the word is so strong, so much stimulate. You can overcome anything. This is the power of the word. If the disciple of Jesus fully realized his value through the, his words, they would have made a determination to go forward with the Lord at the risk of the life and death under any circumstances. And in the end, Jesus would not have gone to the cross. The reason we study the word is that we can find our original self and resurrect our heart through the word. That's why word is very, very important. And then Father really is about when he met, met the Jesus and then he find out that was the main problem of the Jesus' disciples. They couldn't have the experience of the life changing through Jesus' word. Because they just only follow the Jesus externally. They just were seeing the many miracles and then wonders of Jesus, you know. But originally God's problems, you know, uh, from external environment to internal environment, from internal environment to more internal environment, then finally they need to change their heart. But they stopped. They stopped, you know, just only uh, from centering on external level. Do not come to internal, and then do not come to more internal heart. That's the problem. So we need to know that. Why we need to study God's word? We need to have 
we need to resurrect our heart, cultivate our heart, and then find out our original self and resurrect our heart through the word and then realize that God is our parents and child of God. Such a beautiful, heartstring relationship. If we really find out that kind of the value between God and human being, we can overcome any problems and issues. Next. Parents value their children more than themselves. We were born through true parents. Parents value their children more than themselves. In that sense, even if we are fallen descendants, as long as we are born through true parents, we are all precious beings. Looking from the parent-child relationship, true parents value us more than themselves. The same is true for a family. A child born into any family is more valuable than their parents. Of course, you may not know this, but parents know that their children are more important than themselves. Therefore, what we need to realize in our life of faith is how much our parents value us. So if you focus on your parents' wishes, you will come to realize that you are the one who must repay them. Yes, very precious content, actually. One of the great attributes of the true love is that you, you want uh, your partner to be better than you. God created human beings and values them more than himself. What would happen if we realize that our parents value their children more than themselves? Everyone would feel chosen to repay their parents for their kindness and love. If you truly, truly and deeply realize how much your parents love you, you will find the shojang that you can't help but become a filial sons and daughters. Therefore, if we truly express how much God loves us in our faith course, we cannot help but love him. If Adam and Eve had known how much God loved them, they would never have fallen and would not have done give and take with Satan. So we so we have something to think about often. What I am really thankful to God for. I really need to think about what I am thankful for, uh, for, for to true parents. Just by thinking about what we should be thankful for to God and true parents. We can see how much they love us. This is important. You know? Huh? We do not realize how much God loves me, how much my physical father and mother loves me. You do not realize that point. You cannot be a God to feel your sons and daughters. You, your father and mother to feel your sons and daughters. Realizing what's the most important realize, how much God loves me, how much my parents love me. Heavenly Father, His wish, I should be better than himself. <laughs> True parents ask me to be better than themselves. Jesus asked me to be better than you know, teachers. This is really true. This is really principle. Wow, if you know parents' wishes, 
and then you can have life-changing experience. Next. How to live an ambitious life. If you know how much your parents value you, you will know that you must return joy and shojang to your parents who value you. And you realize that you must return joy to your parents by enthusiastically doing the work assigned to you. When the desire of Yojan comes out to return joy and longing for heavenly parent, who is the cause? You will be motivated. A person who centers on the wishes of their parents and are motivated to be filial to them will be able to do everything with enthusiasm. Therefore, we should become people who know what is important to us and know our worth right away then that person grows. Yes. If you know how much your parents value you, you will be prepared to die as a child for your parents who value you and make sacrifices for them. You will realize that you are the one who must return joy and show them to them. It is true that, my brothers and sisters, it is a real fact that God loves him more than his life, more than moon, more than sun, more than ocean, and countless stars, and more than universe. What would you do? What would you do if you really realize an experience? God really, really loves me more than himself, more than anything else. If you really, really realize that and then experience that then what would you, would, you, would you do? If such a love of God is not an idea, but this is a reality and fact, what kind of a heart would you have toward God? When we realize that God loves us so much, we realize that every human being must do the work given to them and return joy to heavenly parents and true parents and their parents. When desire of the children comes out to return joy and longing for heavenly parents, who is the cause? You will be motivated. A person who centers on wishes of their parents and are motivated to be filial to them will be able to do everything with enthusiasm. Therefore, we must become a people who grow well by realizing how much God loves us and treat us as precious. This content realizes such important things. If really I realize this is a real reality, really God loves me more than himself. He really loves that that much. If I realize that, I can die for God and risk of my life. If a true parent truly loves me in such a way, more than themselves, I can give my life for true parents. If my father and mother treat me more precious, precious than themselves, I can offer my life. 
I can die anytime for my father and mother. This is really true. This is really, really reality. Then what would you do? This is a very important understanding and realization. That's why when you wake up every morning, and then when you think about God, you know, how much He loves me, if you realize, then what should I return to God? And then on so far, heaven if a true paradise, what kind of things He provided me and loved me and invested for me? When you realize that, my entire life, and risk of my life, I can do anything for true parents. True parents. You are the one who teaches me God is alive. God is a parent. I'm the child of God. You are the one who gave me eternal blessing, eternal salvation. You are the one who gave me three children. You are the one who gave me beautiful wife. Oh, Heavenly Father, already enough. Already enough. Then only remain my portion of responsibility. What is that? How can I return my joy and hyojong to heavenly parents and our true parents, right? This is the important point, realization. How much God loves me, how much true parents loves me. Next. Cherish the motives associated with heaven. God is unmistakably an absolute being a righteous being, and love. Then, with the conviction that we too are undoubtedly children of God, we must always be just in our lives and become the substance of love. If God and true parents have a desire for their children, then we the children must also bear fruit in time. Therefore, we must always cherish the motives associated with heaven and return to them the fruit of joy. For that reason, I am not the one who should be affected by certain results or circumstances, but rather gain strength and triumph because of causes related to God. So, as we face the moment that comes every day, we must not miss each moment and become fruitful. Yes. God is on unmistakably uh, an absolute being, a righteous being, and love. Then we must have the conviction that we too are undoubtedly children of God. In any situation, you must have the heart to live for the sake of God and die for the sake of God. Therefore, we must always change the motives associate with heaven and return, their, return to them the fruit of joy and happiness. For that reason, I am, I am not the one who should be affected by certain results or circumstances, but rather gain strength, uh, strength and triumph because of the causes related to God. So your daily life should be enthusiastic and bear the fruit of love. We must not miss the time that is approaching us. And we must grow and bear fruit according to that time. Therefore, 
or person who knows their own worth right away is a person who grows. Wow. I really, when I prepared this content, I cried. Wow. If I know how much God loves me, how can I complain God? How can I betray through peril? I can't do that. Right? Yeah, when I see my even my old, old physical father, mother, of course, there are many lacking and weak points. But when I know that they loves me, their desire is I should be better than themselves. If I, when I realize that, I'm extremely grateful to my own physical father and mother, no matter what. Because of them, I met God, I met through parents, I came to the United States to serve the America, and I had opportunity to serve the world. I am so grateful, my brothers and sisters. That's why you need to know your own value. How much God loves you. If you realize that, you can have incredible life-changing experience. Thank you very much. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. And the living testimony, I think our MC will introduce properly. Kamsamira, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Young, for another amazing morning devotion, um, touching on the points of the importance of Japan as the mother nation, the significance of family salvation and the principle and uh, truly realizing how much God and our parents love us, where we cannot help by returning joy and hyojum to them with enthusiasm. Now for the living testimony. Uh, the living testimony will be given by Denthew Leary. It will be about uh, BCSF, the uh, Blessed Culture Sports Festival. Uh, and um, it will be a recording. So. Yes, let us welcome up our Denti Leary for the living testimony. Morning, everyone. Um, I hope you're all having a lovely morning. My name is Denti. I am the director for the Blessed Cultural Sports Festival. Um, and I'm sorry, just first off, I'm sorry I'm not there live with you all on Zoom. Um, I'm driving someone to the airport at the time of morning devotion. And so I am recording this now at 12 a.m. and it's been a while i've been trying to record this for the last hour um i just really wanted to express um actually how amazing these last five days have been and what a beautiful experience actually has been for me personally um and hopefully for everyone that attended um for those that don't know blessed cultural sports festival is something that started 18 years ago um, by jin kwan kim he created he wanted to create an environment or a place where people could really express themselves through the uniqueness of our wonderful culture that we have as unificationists and through their God-given talent, um, whether that's through the sports or through singing, dancing, rapping, or fashion. Um, it is a place where people can really express themselves and really celebrate the beautiful culture that we have. And I think that's exactly what happened this year. And before I forget, here are some pictures. Um, sadly, they're just from the first few days. My media team is still working on editing the pictures from the last few um, but yeah, uh, we had over 400 people come this year, 
um, with a huge turnout from Las Vegas, especially. They had almost 30-something people. And then California with another 10, so that's District 14, with around 40 people, a little over 40 people coming this year, which was amazing to see. They brought so much spirit. Um, but it was also Canada came this year with over 20, you know, coming from the north. Um, and then from the rest of the districts, they're here and there. It was so good to see so many people. Actually, it's been two years since we were able to have it here personally at UTS. And we were online for the last two years. And it was it was refreshing to see everyone come back together. And honestly, I had no idea how many people that would come um, or how good it would go. We have a completely new staff. Um, and a new team working on BCSF, and it was it was it was really relieving to see everyone show up. And but then it was also amazing that everyone had such an amazing time, um, and everyone was able to actually really express themselves. Um, it, whether it was maybe yeah the Nitro Watanabe team representing Las Vegas um, District 14 on the volleyball courts where they dominated, able to almost go undefeated. Um, completely down to the last finals, um, or maybe it was the Boston team playing playing basketball and really actually, yeah, completely taking it on and really showing what they got. Um, or maybe it was Bana Africa in soccer showing, hey, we're the best soccer players here. That's two years or two years that in a row that they've won. Um, or maybe it's been New Jersey through their absolutely sheer discipline and just constant practice, showing that we are still the best frisbee players here in the country. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was it was amazing then also to see the cultural that we had. Um, we had some am amazing cultures, whether it was the fashion show, um, this improv wild and out like improv comedy sketch, or it was um, this revival, this beautiful revival night that we had. Um, from the Yayam team, the Subregion One Yayam team that were able to bring it together. They had a beautiful band, a wonderful message from Yana Johnson and Uncle Joe Leonard. Um, and actually, yeah, it transitioned so beautifully um, this revival night into Father Sungwa, where we were actually yeah, able, after the revival night, everyone went then and participated and listened to Mother, listened to, to mother um, during the Sungwa on, um, I believe it was on Saturday night for us. Um, and yeah, I think it was overall such a beautiful experience um, where people really came together and really showed, oh, we're actually one family under God. Um, one amazing, for me personally, just one nice experience that I had was I, I walked into the main dining room here at UTS and it's packed with, you know, one evening and it's packed with people um, playing board games at all the tables, on the floor, you know, and... You know, it's not people just sticking with the community, not people sticking with their cliques or their close friends, but getting to know each other, right? On one table, you might find a couple people from Canada or with with people from Atlanta, Texas, Colorado, California, Oregon, Washington, um, Florida, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, um, all having an amazing time together and really experiencing um, what it means to be a unificationist or what it means to be part of this community, part of this culture. And actually something that is quite amazing um, about BCSF is that it is such a um, a good opportunity or it's such a natural way to bring your friends. Um, I think, yeah, there were many, maybe out of the 400, 450 people that we had here um, this year, we maybe 20 to 30 of them were non-unificationists that were invited by friends, that were invited by yeah, just inviting their school friends that were to play on their sports teams or just to have a good time with us. Um, and actually, it was so beautiful to see um, just everyone coming together. And you would never be able to spot them out because they would fit in. They were welcomed. They just felt like they were part of the family. 
Um, and yeah, I think overall it's it was such a it was such a beautiful experience um, and an amazing experience. And I know um, I'm going a little bit over time, um, but yeah, I just really want to testify that if you haven't experienced coming to BCSF um, SF, um, I highly recommend it one year. And yeah, I'm really grateful for my staff putting in such an amazing work. Um, really trying to and creating this amazing event for everyone that participated. Um, yeah, in the end, um, we also had a wonderful little family children's Olympics. We're trying to start that again. Um, and yeah, I think we had around 30, 30 kids participate. And yeah, they, it was really cute. They had a, hopefully they had a really nice time with the bouncy castles and little events. Um, and yeah, it was really good to see um, the communities come back together and really participate together throughout this week. Um, yeah, so thank you so much. Um, that was my testimony. Thank you for listening. I hope you all have amazing days. And yeah, um, I hope to see you all next year. Bye.